Hello and welcome everyone to an all new episode of Heartfelt Consciousness. Uh, my name is Laura Bender. I'll be your guide today. Um, and so today's guest, another guest um, acquaintance of Atmadarshan, so a few uh, episodes ago, um, her name is Kristen Byheri, who is actually a certified to teach Yoga Nidra, also progressed advanced Yoga Nidra and therapeutic applications of Yoga Nidra. So her teacher training includes, um, also includes studies in ethics, uh, Yoga Nidra modifications and adaptations, and Yoga Nidra for special needs and trauma. So after 20 years of, after 20 years of her first yoga nidra experience, she's actually bringing these benefits to businesses in Manhattan um, via her company called Ville. Uh, so originally she formed this consulting practice um, and kind of turned it into her own um, entity by which she uh, just teaches yoga nidra in the workplace, um, kind of a full circle symmetry of sorts, um, especially dealing with her very first experiences uh, while she was in the corporate world. So anyway, I hope you enjoy this episode. Another take on yoga nidra, a very awesome topic that I is dear to me. Um, so thanks again for listening, and I'll talk to you guys on the other side. All right. Good afternoon, Kristen. How are you? Hi, Laura. Good. Thanks. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. So um, I was just even thinking before we got on this call today, you know, this is, you're another guest um, speaker in um, that knows Atma Darshan. So if you, for the listeners that haven't listened to the episode, that's a few back um, connecting with your Sankalpa, I believe was the title of that. And so even today, uh, we're going to be talking about a similar, again, the same topic, which never gets old. Um, so yoga nidra. So I want to give you a little bit of background on Kristen here. So she's had this um, nearly 40 years as an executive um, in Fortune uh, 200 global corporations, a lot of just big corporations as a consultant, uh, leader of nonprofits. Um, so you actually had listed in your bio, there was a point where you just kind of, um, like many of us, you get stressed out and you're just like, oh my God, my mind's going to blow. Um, so would you mind actually sharing with the listeners how you discovered the practice of yoga nidra and how it's led you to decide that you wanted to teach it and share it with others? Sure. Um, and this goes back, I guess, to about the year 2000, maybe. Mm -hmm. And I was the chief communications officer of a global corporation and responsible for a lot of people and a lot of money and all internal and external communications on behalf of the company. There weren't a lot of women who were senior executives at the time. There were a lot of men who were bullies and mm -hmm. <laughs> somewhat dismissive of women. So it was a it was a stressful job to begin with, and then the environment, you know, was somewhat right. toxic. I guess you could say. So it, it, I found myself one day on my drive to work. I was I started crying. It was you know so stressful, and it was like oh my god, another day of you know this. And and I thought I've I've got to do something um, because I wasn't able to to quit the job and. 
I also knew that I couldn't go on like that. I had to do something to manage, you know, my response to the to the situation. Mm-hmm. And so I started to take uh, classes at a local yoga studio, the Atma Center, uh, led by Swami Atmarupa. And at the end, each class would end. I mean, there'd be the asana portion of the class followed by pranayama, and then each class would end with a four-stage yoga nidra practice, Mm -hmm. which I just found to be transformative. I thought this is this is the greatest thing (laughs) since sliced bread. And and I began to realize the benefits of of yoga nidra over time. And now after having practiced regularly for what, I get 20 years, um, I really can see the difference that the practice has made in in me and in the way I respond to things that happen in the world and to me. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's a powerful, it's a powerful thing. Absolutely. So So, when I am, so just to, to keep going here, um, I retired around, I guess, 2005 from from corporate life, Mm -hmm. started a consulting practice, doing the same thing, communications, PR, marketing work. And um, that was that was great. It was it was successful. And then a few years ago, retired, maybe not a few, I guess. I don't know. year or two ago, retired completely. And I thought, okay, what do I want to do? I do not want to continue doing what I did for 40 years. I've had that, had it, had it, had it, had it with that. And um, I thought, geez, you know, Yoga Nidra has been so helpful for me. I would like to be able to bring those benefits to other people. So at that point, a couple of years ago, I got certified as a as a yoga nidra teacher at several levels, and have been sharing the practice with with people ever since. Wow, that's awesome! So, uh, kind of going back to those those benefits that you've even experiencing during your first couple classes. Um, how do you feel that you've kind of even applied that to your day to day? Like, what does that look like? Well, you know, after you practice yoga nidra for regularly over time, mm-hmm. um, you become much better at witnessing and just witnessing what's happening and letting it go, right? So that's been huge for me is to not react to things that happen, but instead to witness and say, okay, that's that. Now let's move on. That probably um and and that's what produces the kind of equanimity that that comes from yoga nidra so i would say that's been the greatest benefit of course with each practice you've got the physical relaxation which leads you know has been shown to lead to all kinds of good stuff like lowered blood pressure better sleep um and and just a a lessening of the bad things that stress does to the body. So there's those benefits as well. And emotionally, along with the equanimity and the ability to witness um, that detachment, I think, and, and 
being able to not look at yourself as as someone that things are being done to, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed there. So uh, over this course of 20 years, you know, you had that from that very first experience that you have, um, you've brought these uh, life-changing benefits to different um, businesses in Manhattan. So you have this uh, company called uh, this consulting business, I believe you, yeah, it's what you called it, um, called Phil. Um, And you, you form this and so now you're you're kind of using this to teach yoga nida in the workplace. So can you kind of talk a little bit about how that concept specifically came about? You know, because obviously you discovered this when you were in this workspace before a long time ago, and you're like, I need something to de-stress. So how how did that concept of combining those two come together? Well, um, as I mentioned, when I left corporate life, I started this yeah. consulting business, and and. Um, I think it's kind of interesting that it now is the vehicle by which I bring Yoga Nidra into the workplace or teach Yoga Nidra to to people in studios or or whatever, Um, which to me is kind of a full circle thing, if you will, that, you know, the stuff that prompted me to to seek out yoga and Yoga Nidra in the first place is now the vehicle by which I'm bringing it to people mm-hmm. in the workplace. Um, so, and, and I guess, <laughs> you know, I had a, I had a, uh, a legal entity established already and with a name. And so it just repurposed into teaching yoga Nidra from, from consulting. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I like that. I, I really enjoy that concept. And I remember actually learning components of that uh, within my own trainings, you know, uh, especially with Atma Darshan and Kathy, actually, they've both been actually previous guests. Um, but uh, yeah, just having those uh, components to offer to a wider range, not just necessarily someone that's going to come to a yoga studio. Um, so that kind of leads me to the next question, because now we're, um, you know, especially because of, of a t- pandemic, you know, what, how would you adapt it to um, a corporate setting versus a studio and even adapting it online versus in person? Like what would, how would those be different? Right. Well, bringing Yoga Nidra into the workplace is, I think, can be, and I would like to say should be, um, a key component of a company's or an organization's wellness program. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, all wellness activities that are brought into the workplace have been shown to decrease the organization's costs for healthcare, which are typically very high for any company or any nonprofit that provides medical benefits. Decrease so decrease the costs of 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 uh, decrease what it costs the company to provide healthcare benefits. Mm-hmm. Decreases absenteeism. If people are healthier and less stressed, they're less likely to be absent. I mean, all these benefits have been documented over time in terms of. Uh, providing wellness programs in the workplace. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I think yoga nidra, you know, should be a key element of any wellness program that a company offers for all the benefits that we've just mentioned. And what is so 
terrific about it is that, you know, you don't change clothes, you don't get sweaty. It's not, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not anything that is going to really put a dent in your lunch hour, even, or, or your work day. With Yoga Nidra, you know, the the complete practice, a, a complete eight-stage practice is 30 minutes, mm-hmm. four stages, even less, 20. Mm-hmm. And that would give people still time to enjoy lunch if if it's done at the at the lunch hour. Can also be offered before or after work. And as I said, you don't have to change clothes. Now, in terms of physical space requirements within an organization, uh, we all know that the optimal way to practice yoga nidra is lying flat on your back on the floor in mm-hmm. shavasana. Um, and if there's sufficient floor space in a room, a conference room or something in, a, in an organization, obviously that's what you'd want to do. However, if, if there isn't floor space available, yoga nidra can also be practiced sitting up in a chair as long as you're well supported with arms on the chair or, and maybe the chair against the wall or just any, any way to provide some, some support. Or even with uh, your head down on a desk or a table. So you would, you know, uh, fold your arms and and lay them on the surface of the desk or the table and put your forehead on your hands. And you can practice yoga nidra that way. So it could also be done, say, around a conference table in in a company. So it's not necessary to practice in a studio. Yeah. It can be done in the workplace, and it certainly can be done from home, as as we all know. Mm-hmm. And uh, lately, what I've been doing is is offering yoga nidra remotely um, via Zoom for people who are are working from home, or uh, offering it through a yoga studio where people are still at home and not venturing out. So. Uh, you know, you adapt with the <laughs> with the pandemic, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's been a lot of a shifting and pivoting for sure. I, I think you know, I because I was kind of in the same boat. You know, I had a lot of. Uh, I actually did offer a class that had a uh, four stage practice in it, and it was combined with a with an asana. I think it was just kind of a restorative uh, practice beforehand. But yeah, all of that changed. You know, we eliminate had to eliminate. Um, the physical space. And now we're left, we were left with for months and we still even are, I don't think the online's going anywhere, but um, you know, we're left with having this online presence instead. And I think it's actually been awesome that we've had this opportunity to be able to offer this with, you know, being able to spread and just make, bring people's awareness to this practice because it's so, so, so needed <laughs> and it's right. con- going to continue to be needed, you know, as, as time oh, goes yeah. on, time goes absolutely. on. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and yoga nidra in the workplace, one of the greatest benefits I think is, I mean, for, you know, and your listeners who have practiced yoga nidra know when you complete the practice, you feel fabulous. You are, you are relaxed, you are refreshed, you're renewed. And, you know, it's clear what, (laughs) what benefit that brings in a company, right? People are able to go, 
go back to work with a better focus and, and more energy and feeling just feeling refreshed, right? The, that's yeah. a huge benefit to an employer. Yeah, I think I maybe even heard about studies probably on the news or something like that in in the past. Uh, even, you know, the companies that offer naps during during the day, um, just, you know, take a quick, quick little power nap and then get back to it. This is kind of offering that same incentive, the same benefits to that even probably even more at a at a higher level, even you're That's getting right. more rest from that. In, in my corporate in my corporate days, I would take a nap at lunchtime. I would I'd run and get a sandwich, bring it back, eat the sandwich, and put my head down for for fifteen minutes, and, and then go back to work. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, kind of leading up to the very last question, um, and you know, this is a question I've been always I always offer to all the guests because everyone has different experiences and um, lessons that they might have learned. So what do you feel is the most valuable lesson or lessons that you may have learned during 2020? Well, uh, probably one of the uh, one of the biggest lessons, and, and this is something that Yoga Nidra helps with as well, is to understand what you cannot control and yes. And don't try. <laughs> yeah. And certainly with what happened in 2020 in terms of COVID uh, and being quarantined and, and not being able to live life as, as we all used to, this was not something that could be controlled. This is something that had to be maybe not embraced, but certainly accepted and dealt with, right? Um, so Yoga Nidra is very good at managing, helping you to manage the vicissitudes of life. And, and the pandemic was a huge example. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that uh, that seemed, you know, teamed up with um, promoting the rest that it provides. You know, I think that was another key factor in a lot of people's lives is, you know, we needed it all slow down and it kind of made a beautiful reminder that we all uh, needed to probably do that <laughs> and kind of right. get in touch with everything uh, once again. Yeah. Right. And, um, you know, we mentioned a minute ago about Yoga Nidra providing uh, benefits for sleep, you know, mm -hmm. typically when practiced over time, you experience better sleep. Uh, as well. And that has been important during the pandemic, because I know there've been lots of um, reports of, of people, you know, have of insomnia, uh, yeah. much, much increased frequency of, of insomnia and nightmares and all kinds of things. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, I person, I really appreciate, appreciate I can talk today, uh, spending the time with me, your energy. It's been amazing kind of learning um, just another perspective of uh, Yoga Nidra. And so I really appreciate your time. Um, so thank you. And have a great afternoon. Um, thank you. It's been my pleasure and uh, best wishes. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you.
So thanks again. And I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Kristen. And as always, don't forget to share, review, and subscribe. Be well, my friends.